Most people settle because they don't know how to maximize the potential God has given them. Welcome to the Thrive College Podcast, where we empower young leaders to navigate the challenges and opportunities of their future in faith. Each episode, we'll be giving the mic to young leaders to ask tough questions to some of the world's most influential voices. We're grateful you're here with us. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Thrive College Podcast. I'm Dina Davidson. I'm the Discipleship Director for Thrive College, and we have some amazing students. But first, our very first episode, we have the Francis Chan on. Did <laughs> wow, you, this is your very first you one. Didn't know? Oh, that's funny. I didn't what, know that. What am I saying yes to? Well, we're so excited you're in the studio with us. Just a little bit about you. You know this, but in case anyone has not heard of you, you are a best-selling author. I actually remember reading your book, Crazy Love, hmm. when I was in college and just flipping the pages. And it's one of those books that I read slow. You know, some hmm. books you're like, mm. I read it slow because I felt like I was encountering God in a fresh way. Wow. So personally, thank you so for writing cool. that book. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're a pastor. You have founded an um, inner city church planting movement, and we are so honored. He is here teaching at our Bible conference, helping us to get more engaged with God's word. Thanks for joining us. Good to be here. And then we've got two amazing students with us. So first and foremost, Cody, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Cody. Uh, I'm a Thrive College intern, and I work with middle schoolers. Okay. Uh, and in the future, I would really love to be a senior pastor, lead pastor mm. of the church, uh, but also just a father as well. Like that's yeah. something I'm really passionate about. Love it. Francis doesn't have any kids, so yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and I'm Alexis. Uh, I'm also a Thrive College student, um, and I intern in kids ministry. And I would love to go into kids ministry one day and be like a director or something. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Love it. So, Francis, we have some rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, where were you born? Where do you live now? And then tell us something about your youth you wish more people knew. Okay, I was born in San Francisco. I currently live in the San Francisco area, <laughs> but, but I've made a loops all yeah, over the place. Hilarious. But now I'm back kind of where I started or pretty close to it. Hmm. And then um, what was the third one? What's something you wish more people knew about your youth? Oh, gosh. I think um, maybe how much that, you know, you guys in youth ministry, how much my youth pastor impacted my life hmm. you know my parents were dead hmm. and i was just lost hmm. and uh my youth path this guy you know some of my friends were going to a youth yeah. group and yeah. they invited me and this youth pastor started meeting with me every week no from my sophomore yeah. year in high school through my sophomore year in junior college wow. And crazy. he's the one that got me sharing the gospel, studying the word of God for myself, really starting a relationship with the Lord. I owe, I owe so much to Stan Lubeck, who uh, used to pastor right here in the city, actually. So That's crazy. I feel like almost every pastor who's had a significant impact in the way that we would measure a significant impact, you can always trace back to a story of someone you've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. So I'm just encouraging any youth pastors, Cody, future youth pastors, if you're thinking, ah, you know, if I don't, um, if I'm not known, I don't matter, that could not be further from the truth in the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I would add to that, Cody, since you said you're in youth ministry yeah. and aspiring to be a senior pastor. You know, rethink that. Um, <laughs> seriously, I mean, it's just not that great. You, you know, and, and the serious it. impact you can have on youth yeah. is pretty intense. I know it's harder, I yeah. think, staying with youth ministry because you have to answer to the senior pastor totally. and to the kids and to the parents. Mm. 
and it's nice just to be in charge and but well, like, I'm I'm here at this table today because yeah. of my youth pastor. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he actually works at Bayside Ironically yeah. now. Like I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah. And he moved here. But like the sole fact that he said, oh, hey, Cody, how will you come on Sunday morning? And like, let's just talk. Yeah. Is the reason I'm here. There's like 10 times the stories of that compared yeah. to, oh, I'm here because of my senior pastor. Yeah. That's so true. That's true. so good. Yeah. Youth pastors out there, we love you. Yeah. And sticks, yeah. don't aspire to be a senior yeah. pastor. Stay where you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love it. Well, here at Thrive College, we're all about empowering Christians to be um, confident Christian leaders that can thrive in any environment. And that's why we love to pass the mic to our young leaders in the room so they can ask their questions. Perfect. So, Cody, you want to kick it off? Yeah. So, Francis, currently, like, I'm in seminary, uh, and this is a personal question of mine. Mm -hmm. I'm really struggling with not seeing the Bible as a textbook mm -hmm. that I have to answer for all my essays. But how do I, like, keep it from being a textbook and finding the love of it being the Word of God again? Mm -hmm. Yeah, get through seminary, and then you, <laughs> you, you really can't. I, I don't really think you can. Okay. I, I'm sorry to disappoint yeah. you, but... Mm -hmm. Those were the worst years of my life. Mm. Um, you, there's no time to apply what you, yeah. you know, and meditate on anything you read yeah. because the workload is so high, unless you're doing it in 10 years. Yeah. And so I'm not the one to talk to because that was the worst, most hypocritical time <laughs> of my life. Wow. So have fun. <laughs> Hey, I honestly think there's a little bit of encouragement in that, though, yeah. to know that the struggle is not unique to you. And yeah. there's yeah. something about the system of consuming that much mm -hmm. of God's word rather than actually digesting it and applying it. That yeah. is yeah. part of what makes it so dry. Could I ask you a, maybe yeah, a variation of that question? Yeah. Is so <clears throat> like if I'm looking at the Bible, it's just for like a series of answers. Like what? Like how do I then view it as like okay, this is the Holy Spirit inspired word of God. Mm. Like where? How do I go from answers to like this is what God has breathed for humanity? Oh gosh, maybe just describe like how you went through that. You, you know, I, I describe it like this. I used to go to the ocean. I would see the waves crashing, and I loved it. You know, yeah. the sound, the the smell, the you know, the mist. Mm. Then I start surfing. And once I start, once you start surfing, you're looking at every wave and you're picking it apart. Where do I want to be? I want to get at. So now when I'm going to the ocean, I'm just picking apart every wave. Right. Like, oh, I'd love to be right there. You know, like, yeah. oh, there's this. And you lose that. Oh, I just want to go. I can't go to the ocean and just feel the power and enjoy it anymore. Mm -hmm. And there was some of that that happened to me in seminary. Mm -hmm. um, you start looking at every verb and go, oh, I wonder what the root of that and whether it's an heiress present or, a, you, you know, you're just yeah. going through and you just got to be so careful with that rather than this awe of imagining this God, who you can't even look upon, and these words coming out of his mouth, and we're called to tremble. And it's those of us who tremble at his word that he looks to, according to Isaiah 66. It's like, God, I want to be one of those that tremble at your word. These are the very words of God. And so part of that is, so I want to study this and know this, but to, to try to do both... Um, it's a, I don't know if it's, what do, you, what do you call that? A discipline, an art. It's just a lot of work yeah. where you go, God, I want to tremble at this. 
And part of that is knowing what it really says. And so, God, help me, help me, help me. But, uh, yeah, that's not an easy task. I feel like there's there's even some great advice in there. Like when you're going out to surf, mm-hmm. know you're going out to surf. And so you're looking for that particular mm-hmm. wave. But then sometimes you're just walking down the mm-hmm. beach with your wife, yeah. you know, and you're just mm-hmm. supposed to be taking it in. So yeah. I don't know if there's something in that where as you're doing your seminary classes and parsing the verbs, you're doing that. But then when you're just opening up God's word, like you can take it in in a new and fresh way and not have to pick it apart. So I love that. That I'm going to be thinking about that analogy for a long time. Very, very good. Very helpful. Alexis? Yeah. So like I said, I'm hoping to go into kids ministry. So if I soon enough become a leader in the church, what are your biggest concerns about leaders in the church today? Wow. Well, I remember the first time I had a position in the church. It was just a youth intern. Um, but it was weird. It's weird when suddenly it's your role mm-hmm. yeah. and people expect right. from you and you're getting paid for something. Yeah. It's a weird transition transition. And I've I've constantly tried to work my way out of it so that I can make money other ways because I don't want to get paid. And right. I just I just wanna do this for the Lord and figure yeah. out because there's something about it being a position that I have to be very careful of that. Yeah. And it's a it's awesome. Like when I was in high school and I got saved, and you know, I'm inviting all of my friends yeah. to the youth group. I mean, one night we brought 50 friends from our high school I love on the church that's bus. Awesome. That's awesome. We don't get paid for that. I don't have yeah. a position for that. I am just freaking out that my friends don't know Jesus mm-hmm. and yeah. they're headed for an eternity apart from him. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did what I did. Um, once you get a position, and suddenly it's like, well, I have to do this, right. and I'm paid to do this, mm-hmm. and people expect me to do this, versus before when it's just, and there's uh, there's some things that can really mess with you, and this is where hypocrisy can right. jump in. Mm-hmm. It's people expect you to be a certain way, so you pretend you are that way, even when you're not. Right. Whereas before, it's like, no one really cares. You're just Francis, the high school student. Yeah. And you screw up, you screw up, and right. you do good, you do good, yeah. you know? The expectations can uh, of people. Yeah. I would just say be very careful of that. Be aware of that, mm-hmm. and uh, quit if you have to. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, get your soul right. Amen. Because uh, there came a point where my sin, hypocrisy, and everything else as a college student was just too great, and mm-hmm. I had to quit and wait tables and. Mm-hmm. get my heart for the lost again and suddenly yeah. i'm weeping for the other waiters and waitress i'm mm-hmm. i'm like gosh when's the last time i cried mm-hmm. for the lost and and it felt so right and good and mm-hmm. it's to the point where i'm like i'm never going back to ministry again that that <laughs> messed me up so just maybe if you're aware that that's a possibility yeah and the the greatest thing you want is just to be right before the lord always mm-hmm. Um, and come with that heart of love, just know that you can lose it real quickly and, and Satan's after you. Mm. So good. So beware nice. the expectations of others. Mm. Then also just keep that mentality of I must be right with God first. Mm. That's my first mission in life. And without that, even be willing to quit your job in ministry. Yeah. Mm. And if it seems like it's the thing you've always wanted. Yeah. So good. Yeah. 
Well, Francis, the last question we always yeah. ask on the podcast, okay. uh, before we ask it. <laughs> that you always ask. <laughs> always ask <laughs> on the very first. I was speaking prophetically, yeah, the first of course. One. Yeah, we okay. always ask forever more on the podcast. <laughs> um, before we ask it, though, where can people find you? I'm in uh, the Bay Area. And yeah, San Francisco. Yes, <laughs> right in you. that area, East Palo Alto. Crazylove.org yeah. is where all the... House all our stuff, I think. If you haven't read Crazy Love, you have to go read it. Okay. I'm just saying, just do it's it. Do it book. now. Very good. Cool. Okay. Our last question. If you had the chance to sit down with a young leader and say anything that you wanted to say, what mm. would you say to a young leader? Mm. I would say read the Bible as often as you can, as you know, read through it over and over and over. And what you will see is that modern day teaching sounds nothing like the prophets mm -hmm. or Jesus or the apostles. And I mean, I am fighting for this, uh, just recently realizing, well, I don't sound like Isaiah or Ezekiel or Daniel or Malachi or Jesus or Paul or Stephen. And something has to change in me. Don't get influenced by the way everyone does it. Mm -hmm. Look at scripture. That's why, I mean, I, sh I shared it the last podcast that I just read through the scriptures, you know, first time that I've done it that quickly in two weeks, mm -hmm. just read through the Bible and it hit me. I don't sound like these guys. God, I'm not going to die this way. Mm -hmm. Make me like one of them. So good. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for pouring into us, pouring into yeah. everyone listening and for sticking true to the truth of God's word and, and calling us to that same standard of God's word. Thank you, cool. Francis. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for joining today's conversation with us here at Thrive College. We hope today's episode has empowered you to navigate the challenges and opportunities of your future and your faith. If you appreciated this time together, don't forget to leave a five-star written review and we will see you next week.